3: West Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. What up? This is Unpaid Bill from Questlove Supreme. Check out singer, songwriter, and producer Ty Dolla Stein as he shares some of his words of wisdom and talks growing up in the L.A. music scene, his creative process, and working with everyone from Babyface and Skrillex
2: to up-and-comer Tish Hyman. This is a QLS classic with Ty Dolla Stein from January 17th, 2018.
3: <laughs> damn, damn, that nigga Ludi Washington. Yes. <laughs> Yo, how do you know his name? <laughs> IBP. Suprema, Suprema, su- <laughs> Suprema, roll call. Suprema, Suprema, su- Suprema, roll call. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema, roll call. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema, roll C call. See one of my girls in the club. Yeah. See yeah. two of my girls in the club. Yeah. See yeah. three, four. Oh God! Yeah. Security, security. Suprema, sup, sup, Suprema, roll call. <laughs> suprema, su, sup, Suprema, roll, su, su, uh, roll call. My
4: name is Fonte. Yeah. This is how we start. Yeah. Because I'm stealing. Yeah. All these bitches hard. Roll call. <laughs> suprema,
5: su, su, suprema, ro- roll call. Mm-hmm. Suprema, su,
4: su, suprema, roll
6: call. My name is Sugar. Yeah. And sugar's fine.
4: Yeah. Like the Almighty. Yeah. Dollar sign.
5: Roll ro- call.
4: Suprema
5: suprema. Roll call. Suprema su- su- suprema. Roll
0: call. It's like yeah, yeah. feeling like a baddie. Yeah. Ty Dollar sign, y'all. Yeah. Hey Zaddy.
5: Roll
3: call
6: Suprema Suprema Roll Call. Suprema suck sa suprema roll call. My name is Ty. Yeah. Ty Dollar. Yeah. Beach House 3. Yeah. High. Stores now. Suprema, Suprema, Roll Call.
4: Suprema, Sup, Suprema, Roll Call. Suprema,
3: Sup, Suprema, Roll Call. Suprema, Sup,
5: Suprema, Roll Call.
3: Wow. Hey, first of all, let me just say. Ty, thank you for your understated ad libs because we've oh, had man, a few guests. <laughs> Charlie Wilson was running, Ooh, boy. What? Charlie Wilson went ham. No, oh, Q tip went ham. Q tip went ham. <laughs> turkey and, and chicken and, <laughs> and dressing. He did the Ty did the moaning, the, <laughs> the, the plantation moaning. <laughs> Something about to happen at midnight moaning. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another di- uh, edition of Quest Love Supreme. Um, Quest Love, we have a uh, Team Supreme here, are we still here? Yeah. We still
4: here. We we we
3: sli- we cut down a little bit. Diet Supreme yeah, We got Diet <laughs> Team Supreme. We got post uh... holiday Supreme. We got uh Fontigolo uh in the house. What's up, man? All right. How you doing? We have a uh, Laia, it's Laia.
4: Hey
0: y'all.
3: And uh Sugar Steve. I never miss a show. <laughs>
4: this
0: is true <laughs> that is true
3: that is true Steve wow, has, he's you, the only one of us that has perfect attendance oh, other than Questlove yeah. yeah. no I've, I've not I wasn't technically there for the, the Roots Ruth picnic. picnic oh I mean I oh, mean
4: you showed up a little bit in and out yeah I was you know
3: I showed up but you know you you do have perfect
6: attendance, attendance is everything
3: yeah okay well I, I'll make sure you get the. the first
6: step in everything is showing up
0: very true. That's very so what we learned true. at elementary school. That's
6: where you hit me with this. Oh, script. I'm sorry.
0: I forgot. Uh, forgive me, y'all.
6: That's no. what we learned in so- elementary school. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: That's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
3: Anyway, today. I we, love this show already. <laughs> uh, today, we got singer, songwriter, producer, Los Angeles, Nate, still Los Angeles name, correct? okay is everything fine you know because i think i mean there's a big fire going
6: on right Right, now. i'm saying is yeah. some of the homies have had to evacuate Aww. but um are you, you know, are you fine at the moment yeah i'm fine okay my life is
3: all your is houses incredible. are good yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah okay good just want to make right, sure yeah. uh the, the lineage royalty uh we have uh todd Dallason in the house today uh he's going to talk about his life journey for making uh Underground mixtapes to singing over some of the notable producers that we all love on the show uh, Mad Lib, Black Milk, Dilla even. Uh, even with Sour Eye Creative Partners, one of my fate, Oh my God, it's almost 10 years for them. And yeah, really? Yeah. That's almost half old school. What, what, it, what When something's not old, is this a classic now? Yeah, I guess 10 years. 15 years is old school. Fifteen years is old school. Like 10. the Neptunes are old school But you school know what, now.
4: though? The way music moves wow. now,
3: like five years is damn
4: near
6: old school. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's... We probably gotta ask the youngest one in the room about that. What'd you say, Todd? What's old school?
6: <laughs> right. Man, the, 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 way, the way my little homies is talking... Three years is old school. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
3: that sounds about right. True. Anyway, yeah. you like,
6: you're you're the OG, homie.
3: <laughs> uh and and right now he's uh here promoting uh his latest effort, Beach House Three. Yeah. And uh we would like to welcome Ty Sign, the Quest Love Supreme. Yeah. Oh. Appreciate y'all, man. Yeah. Happy
6: to be here. Yeah. Happy to Thanks. be in all of your presence. Thanks for coming, man. We're happy to happy, you. We're happy to have you. For sure. So yeah, Beach House Three is out. Um one of my favorite projects up to date. Um I got John Mayer on my project, man. That's like a big life goal for me. <laughs> one of my favorite um musicians out there. You know, on uh my next project I'm gonna have Quest Love, you feel me? Putting that Absolutely. Um,
3: Why not? You don't have to put it out. I all I do is work. I'm <laughs> Let's go. I'm down. We Please. we only work once. Well you came on the show once. Uh what like 2013? Oh, I think. Yeah, yeah. You came through. That For was the
0: first time you had been on national TV on Fallon. Remember? That was
3: your yeah. F- that wow. was my first time.
0: See, it's Kismet. Y'all supposed to be together. Yeah. yeah.
3: Hey man, we're addicted to work. It's time to get in that lab though. <laughs> True. So you're all right. So you were born in Los Angeles, correct? I was
6: born in Los Angeles, raised in Los Angeles. I'm not like. Like, when people come to L.A. and they have, like, bad things to say about L.A., I feel like, you know what, y'all have been, like, on the other side of Wilshire, like, meaning Hollywood and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, where all the out-of-towners be at. Like, I'm talking about the other side of Wilshire, like, the real L.A. That's where I'm from, you know. Um, Name it's, some, it's a good some areas, like, Inglewood, you talking about, like, Inglewood? Like South Central, okay. like, Midtown. Like Inglewood, like Compton, like Long Beach, like. So what know, do you? What would you consider? West Adams. <laughs> what would you consider Pasadena, Altadena? That's like it's that's, I mean, there's some homies from over there too, you know. You got a you got a, a Pasadena guy in the in the booth right now. My security Brown. Okay. You feel me? <laughs> I'm quasi Pasadena. Yeah. I
3: probably did like two or three years in Pasadena's Pasadena when lying. I was a kid. Yeah.
0: Ain't no hood passes though.
3: Well, I was also three, so there's not (laughs) much I could do. Who's Gucci? (laughs) I think you needed it at that point. No, so it's if, I don't know, like I'm one of these people that, you know, because I'm in the industry and I have a lot of industry peeps, I will say that I think it's almost by default or fashionable for people to sort of disavow or disassociate themselves from LA yeah. but for me like I mean wh- whatever side you're on either the hood side or the the Hollywood side or whatever yeah. there's always this thing of like you know LA's not real it's superficial it's fake and da 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 but you know I'll say for myself LA is like probably one of four places that I still get excited to go to you know like now that I live in New York. It's like I live here, so the, the mystery has going of, oh, I'm coming to New York. You know, yeah. That used to be a thing coming from Philly. But for me, I've always loved everything about going to L.A. And never understood people that were sort of like, eh, I'm cool. Whatever about it. it. Uh, it yeah.
0: D- yeah, it depends on where you're from. That's why the, the song that you did about L.A., that was like the perfect way to describe it. Like the that. feeling, like everything. But I, I think a lot of East Coast people, sometimes they come to L.A. feeling some type of way because it moves slower. It's the opposite. It's kind of like the opposite yeah, in a Yeah, it's, way, but it's more
4: laid back. Like, yeah. I, One thing I wanted to ask you is, I was talking, um, this has been a couple of weeks ago, I was talking to Terrence Martin, and he was like, yo, man, you got to come to LA, you got to come out here. Like, the air is different out here. That was his exact quote. He was like, yo, the air is just different out here. You need to come and let's get in. Like, creatively. Terrace is
6: always going to give you one of them famous, you know, Terrence quotes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> one I, of I, them legendary quotes. <laughs> yo, man, that was his. He was like, yo, the air is different. So, like, creatively, what is it? for for you I mean
6: for me um, it's there like you said it's just like when I'm here it's one vibe I, actually when I made that song LA it was here me and Kendrick we both did our verses out here but um, when you're out there it's, it's definitely like a, a different vibe that you get it's, the you beach know. makes a difference too for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Even though all the studios ain't nowhere near the beach, right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, what are what are your views on New York? Like, when, as an LA native, when you're traveling to New York or whatever, do you?
6: It's the same exact feeling that you you said. I think like I'm excited. I can't wait to get out there and just touch the city and you know. So you're excited you to come feel for the energy. It, right? You, yeah, you lived Oh like seven, oh eight. It. I was out here, me and uh, my boy Parker, and um. You know, I was like in the studios try, trying to, you know, see who I could get a beat placed on. At that time, I was just doing a lot of beats and mm-hmm. I sung and all that, but I wasn't like, it was more so like focus, focusing on beats and all that. And um, That didn't work out, so I ended up going back to LA. Me and YG linked up, we made Tooted and Booted, and then, you know, everything the took Walter off Show from people. there. Yeah.
3: You know? So, I guess it should be noted that your father, uh, is a member of Lakeside, yeah, and like just growing up in that he was a was he original member in the group?
6: Or? Nah, he wasn't an original member, he came later.
3: When when was his period?
6: Um, all through the 80s, 90s, okay, okay, 2000s. So, around like
3: I guess when Outrageous was, yeah, it sounds best part of that time because he, 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 he was one of he toured with them, yeah, he right. toured with them, yeah, gotcha. Oh, okay. So, were you a backstage kid, as far
6: as like? Growing? Yeah, for sure, backstage kid, studio kid. Um, just describe all that, that period.
3: Like, what what, what were you seeing at, at in your formative young years?
6: Coming young up? young years coming up, just you know, pops his homies, Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, Shalamar, all the people <laughs> from back then. All the records, all our records. I remember them all, like. Um, you know, they would come to the house sometimes when they would throw parties, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, studios, you know. I, I I remember like when when my homies around me started, you know, smoking weed or whatever, I remembered that smell from when I was young. I'm like, <laughs> I always thought it was cigarettes. <laughs> Cause I would see the little roaches, but like, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of that. Um, Did you You have, even as a
3: young, as in your young years, like did you have any desires to get into music or were you you just
6: observing? Yeah, like I was just observing really, but like hearing like them figure out songs and like, uh, you know, writing songs together and then me going and touching the piano or touching the guitar and being able to like play that same melody that I just heard by ear. Mm -hmm. That was like the start. And once I figured that out, then my pops uh in the buy me an M P C and then from there I got a uh in Sonic uh T S ten and I learned how to MIDI and then I learned the uh the A Dats and all that. Wow. How old were you ADAT? when you started? Like, like ten.
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, that's a little unusual. Like, yeah. I just wanted a drum set. I didn't want a damn studio equipment. I al- look, I always
6: wanted the drum set, but they never would buy me the dr- drum set, I guess, because it would have made too much too noise. Loud. That was my mom's excuse. So, you know, that's- I wanted to be you, bro. Because
0: uh- <laughs> you play, right? You play drums, too. Yeah, I, mean-
6: I play drums, but like not like him, but I play drums, though, for sure. That's actually smart for parents to buy kids, MPCs, instead of drum kits, because yeah, you could use headphones and stuff and keep it real quiet in the house. Yep.
3: See, yeah. my parents brought me a drum set because they wanted to know I was in the basement rehearsing 24-7. Ah, it was yeah. a monitoring that, Yes, exactly. Ah. <laughs> like,
6: I, I met this other kid, right, his name was Troy, and um, his dad was in the Brothers Johnson, and he knew how to make beats, which too. One? Which, which one was his pops? George Johnson. Ah, know George, George. Yeah. 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 So Troy taught me, like, what to do, you know what I mean? From like young, and then after that, it just we went off.
3: So, t- growing up, like, cause we these are people that we idolized. Yeah. Like, is this? I mean, everyone always says, like, "Oh, you're just dad to me. You're not like." Like, did you realize that your your particular situation was just a little bit different than your peers around the way, or did that not
6: phase you at all? I mean. uh, is great. Like everything. Like I how know, do your
3: friends? Ex- I'm I'm sorry. How do you, how do your friends? At least in that in that time of your life, how do they accept your existence? Like because you're experiencing things that they don't. You get to meet.
6: Yeah, like people like you know, uh, friends from the neighborhood would think it was like cool and all that, but like really, I I used to want to keep it separate so people wouldn't like. Uh, I think it's kind of like what my daughter goes through now. Um, if I if I go to her school and she doesn't want me to like get out and and you know come get her like that because everybody will be like
1: ah. Oh, oh, cause Dolla she's sign, a teenager or something, her.
3: right? She's
6: twelve now. Woo, no. So like, oh my god, oh, what's that like? It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you know what I mean. And she's in middle school, so if I get out, then all the kids will come running like, oh, let me get a picture of Ty Dolla Sign. And then she doesn't get to like, you know, be in hey, leader at school. Yeah. So I never wanted people to, you know. Know about that really, or like you know, be around before that, so that's how that was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what kind of car are you pulling up, pulling up <laughs> to the school? <laughs> also, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been blessed. Um, I like to take my, I like to take my, um, my driver Matt up there in the suburban, and uh, oh no. You, that's you aren't like doing too much. No, nah, the Suburban but is
4: pretty... Yeah. He said, it's I like to take pool. my that's, driver. Yeah that's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty regular. Like, <laughs> I got to give
6: him respect, you know?
4: Shout out to Matt. <laughs> yeah, you pull up in a Phantom or some shit, and it's like, all right, yeah. you're looking for attention. But the Suburban, <laughs> is that's pretty standard. No, well, having a
0: pool. 12-year-old daughter changes everything. Yeah. Not even just like that whole aspect. I'm just thinking, it's just in 2017, yeah. having a daughter being tied dollar sign is like interesting. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, is she listening yeah, to every and word? like over
6: the last two years... Like then it started getting real. Like after ten, like where it's like okay, she's got the phone. I'm like, play your music, play whatever you want to play. Just hop in the play, put whatever you're listening to on, and like, I can tell she's like, she, yeah, she's getting there. So I'm like, wow, oh, I like that song you put out, Dad. Oh, I like that new song. Oh, I like that. Okay, okay. So she's, she's aware. Like, when Beatles three came, and was like, all right, I'm not gonna like.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying in the studio you have. That's to, good though. Yeah. You have like built-in A and R though.
6: <laughs> yeah, Snapchat up. like. Oh, she has a Snapchat. Okay, so I gotta like, you know, <laughs> she doesn't have an Insta yet. So I got like how, how I don't know how much that's more time year. I got next yeah, year. That's yeah, that's 18. Coming. Yeah. She's coming. 13 years old. Yeah. yeah so. It's you guys, will, you guys will be seeing much more dad. Yeah, much Bye-bye, more old Ty Radio edits. Radio edits. <laughs> <laughs> So well, like as a kid, it's like, gonna get better though. I promise y'all. So I would ask <laughs> better. <asked> you, better. <laughs>
4: one thing I would ask you is, as a kid, so it was your pops. He was a uh, he played. He was played with Lakeside. Yeah, is your was. mom? Did she have any musical talent? She anything? doesn't
6: do music at all. And then um, of course, after pops and moms broke up, she didn't want me to do music. Grand pops didn't want me to do music. Nobody from that side was like a fan of the music. So you know when when life started to happen more and i started to feel like you know i know everything and you know i could do everything on my own you know i was like in the back of my grandmother's crib on my dad's side you know working and shout out to her cuz her birthday's coming up this weekend and you know, everybody in the family's texting me, and I even go on Instagram live earlier, and one of my cousins g- gets on there like, yo, are you coming this week? Like, what? Like, it's, <laughs> it's my grandma's birthday, you already know I'm gonna be there. Like, the whole family going, she about to be 92. So. Oh, so wow. you're, you're still close to your family? Hell yeah, man. Like, Is it
3: slightly different
6: though? It's slightly different for sure. Like, um, you know, with certain people. But like, the the real ones, like. Yeah. The immediate family is always regular. It's all good What is it? But what like, is that adjustment like, new, like, though? New cousins, like, oh, you right. Know? <laughs> no, but when new old cousins. <laughs> cousins get new on you, <laughs> right. when old cousins get new on you, yeah,
3: you know, that's yeah. you know, like how how do you how how do you adjust to that? Because that's one of the I feel like that's one of the hardest transitions um, that one can go through when you're like in an isolated situation and you get meteoric success. And then
6: yeah, um,
3: it's like our success. It's our thing,
6: right? Yeah, I've learned with like all um, issues, I will like just if I really, really, you know, mess with you, I'll give you a couple explanations if it takes that many times, and then I just go quiet for a minute and let you figure it out yourself. And um, it seems to, it, it's been working pretty well. <laughs> they get it. People like end up figuring it out. You know if it's meant
5: to be. <laughs> hey. As was
0: uh,
3: I had to. Sorry, Steve. I feel a certain way. <laughs>
0: You're like I just got this. Damn. Right, right.
3: Sorry, Steve.
6: But. Hey,
0: did your mother? When did she turn the cheek and go? You know what, son? You may have
6: something with this. Um. When, you know, I came back at her and asked oh, her. Exactly, yeah. right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she's always, like, supported me, and she just wanted me to figure it out. But it was, it was definitely that time where she was like, yo, so, you know, your video's out, your song's on the radio, but where's the money? That sound like my mother. Yes, you know? yes, that's a mother. Yes, and, um, yes, yes. I just had to Were you in her house? Harder. Were you in her? Nah. Okay. But, uh. You know, um, she was just asking where it is. She just always cares for sure. She wants to see, make sure I'm on the right path and not wasting my time. So I figured it out. And um, it just took, you know, consistency. And we made it happen.
4: What was the, uh, how did you and
6: Corey link up? Corey. Um, me and Corey linked up through this random dude that I met at the guitar center named et cetera. And et cetera heard me playing bass and he was like, yo, I, I make music too. I got some, I want to play you. And we went outside and it was like some rap music and it was dope, he was from New York. And um, and I told him I'm gonna come out here cause I met somebody online that I was gonna sell a beat to at the time. And I ended up coming out here, I linked up with him. And when I went to his crib, it was in bed uh, bedsty and Corey was in the living room, and he was making music um, on the laptop or whatever at the time, the desktop at the time, and he sounded like Raphael Sadiq a little bit, like had a little vibe to him, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of crazy. Let's make a song. We ended up making like three songs that same day right there, and then um, we met back up at the Sundance Film Festival in Utah, because I was like doing some music for some little film at the time, and. We end up linking up at this dude Parker's crib, which Parker became my best friend, and he still lives with me right now. And (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy. But uh, me and Corey end up making like a whole little project in a week at this dude Parker's crib, and it was called Ron Bangin One. Yeah, yeah. And we made wrong banging too, and end up linking with Will I Am and Timberlake, and made a little situation, and met all these different people, and that's all that did. And then <laughs> I end up uh, going back to L.A. That's at the time when I was living in New York too. Okay. Then I end up going back in L.A. and um, you know end up going back to my hood, just you know making beats and you know making songs for homies around the neighborhood and my big homie from my hood was like yo I'm I'm managing this this new uh little dude I think you should mess with him he got counted on lock and all that I'm like all right so I listen to it and it's this like jerk music and it's like I don't know bro like that's not what I'm on like mm-hmm. but he's like bro I promise you he brings him to the house and I make this beat and it's the and booty beat right. mm-hmm. and um I had sampled uh what was the group called the uh, I can't think of it right now. Um, I just sampled this record. My homie chords just pulled it out and like I sampled it and did the little drums and he came in. I, I mean, my other cousin TC uh, forty eight hundred, little TC that's mm-hmm. out there. He, him and Nana was like make a song called tooted and Booted." I'm like, what does that mean? They like hit it and go. And yes, I'm like, got- all right. <laughs> so I just come up with the hook and uh, YG does his verse. TC does his verse. We make a video with the homie uh um James, right? Uh James Fonleroy? Nah, uh, not okay. James Fonleroy, uh my other homie James. And right now James is a, like an actor and all that, but at that at the time like he was shooting videos and all that, and uh like on this old cheap camera. So we went to Doc Wilder Beach, shot the video. Uh, it came out, tie dollar Sign featuring YG and TC4800, Tooted and Booted. Next thing you know, there was a million views up there in like in a month, and then Def Jam starts calling, and they're like, yo, we wanna sign YG. I'm like,
5: oh.
6: <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get it. Like, however however it's supposed to come, like, let's get it. And of course they wanted Tooted and Booted as the single, and um, I'm like, cool. So. We're gonna do a reshoot of the video, right? It's with Colin Tilly. Who came, who came calling from Def Jam? Do you know? Max Goose. Max Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know Max. Shout out to Max. So uh this dude, shoes. Colin Colin Tilley is shooting the video. It's like his first video, like right before he got huge. He's like one of the biggest directors out there now, right? And um the video drops and it says, Y Tooted and Booted. I am in the video. But it says nothing no about Ty Dolla sign, right? So I'm like, all right. Cool. Some way. Like it's time to keep on. That's when my mom's talking that, like, yeah, Where your shit's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, where's the money? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, um, um, the guy who I produce with a lot, his name is Jacasso, he ends up getting killed. And um, when he got killed, that like made me just like not even wanna do beats no more. I was just discouraged from life. Like, I felt like, why him out of everybody? He was like one of the best people I know on earth. So, um, you know, YG's doing shows and he's having me come through and, um we we started like making money, so he's uh, getting ten thousand to come perform at you know little clubs in LA. He'll give me four hundred dollars for coming to do the hook. He'll get he hit mustard, mustard like four hundred, four hundred. <laughs> you feel me for DJing. Mustard doesn't do beats at this time either. And um, you knew Mustard pre beats. Yeah, he was just like the DJ. From you know, like the little homie that DJ, his uncle DJ T was the one who was DJing during our high school period, uh, like okay. you know when I went to Dorsey for a second, and um, it's crazy because now like you know his his nephews DJing or whatever, so we have him and um, you know, Picasso gets killed. Um, they need somebody cause like, like now Dev Jam signed YG and I'm not trying to do the beats no more. And Mustard comes through and he's like, yo, let me get some sounds like, cause he's watching me the whole time. And I'm not even like paying attention that he's watching it, but uh, yeah, he, I give him the sounds and he's linked up with this other dude, Mike Free, and he knows how to work reason. So he's teaching Mustard how to work reason. And then, you know, next thing you know, Mustard pulls up on me on the bread 21st like a month later like I'm about to pass you up on these beats I'm like yeah all right um. <laughs> 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 wait I just got
3: marinated on that like I'm I'm thinking like in my head cuz I I've only talked to Mustard once but in my head I'm thinking like it's just like Dexter in the lab like some right. some science lab like he's going to revolutionize and and all this stuff and you're just like he just Picked it up one day and yeah, and like
6: f- seriously, though. Like, he, I gave him these sounds, and then he made Rack City. And after Rack City, it was like mm. two chains, I'm different. Then it was like mm. YG's whole tape. And like, so those are all your patches, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother made millions off of it. And down here to laugh. Yeah. That's and crazy. And, and with the stars on the ceiling. <laughs> Shout out to Mustard, man. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it was so good to just see, like. Somebody like go from the guy that's like joking about moms and, you know, shooting dice and just being like a young asshole and into turning into like, you know, a super millionaire and like Mustard, YG, all of all of us. Like we all just like you know, it's just like we're in my mom's crib and making songs in that back room, and then all of a sudden, like we're all like we all got our own cribs, you know. What were y'all got using? <laughs> what was
4: your uh, weapon of choice in terms of production? What were MP you
6: using? And, uh, and I ended up getting all the keyboards um, what, from Moogs to which MP? Uh, 2000 XL. Uh, yeah. ha! Um,
3: yeah. Yeah, that's when you got in this. In I'm a champion. Philly, for uh, that, uh, People still make fun of me for.
6: Not letting go of that, but I love it, too. So. I love it, and um, I still use it. You still? Yeah. All right, but, um, J-
3: hang on one second. James Poise, you hear that? <laughs> 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 it's still usable. Anyway, so go ahead.
6: And um, what else? Fruity Loops. I like Fruity Loops now. Um, You whilst, still use Fruity Loops? Yeah, sometimes. Okay. Like if I'm on the plane, and I just I'm- have my laptop, and I feel like making music and not watching a movie, which... I'm not like a TV movie watcher guy like that unless I'm like... You
3: gotta be productive. Yeah. Productive. Wait, so has... Okay, forgive my ignorance. I would assume that Fruity Loops has updated since the days of Little Brother, right? I think so. The last time, Knife,
6: he
4: sent me... Oh, thank you so much, man. man. I appreciate it. Yeah, Knife, he sent me a batch. I mean, this has been, God, this was like 2013, 14. He had went back on Fruity Loops because for a while... Knife was using the MP. He he I left can tell. and he went back. He went to the MP. Then he went back to Fruity Loops, Thank and you. so he had sent me a fruity, some Fruity Loops batch. And now I think he's uh, strictly on machine. Uh. That machine is kind of like what everybody is. I mean, that's the thing now. Okay, which She's is kind of it emulates the MP a lot. But that's I think that's what he's on now. But I think yeah, the interface has updated a lot since O okay. two. I All mean, right. when we. We're doing it on a compact. I mean, shit. Compact. <laughs> like,
5: really I, cute. I
4: would hope this shit didn't upgrade it since
3: then. So but. you, so in, in in making beats, who were you looking up
6: to when you were?
3: Well, first of all, Nine, I got to go back to when you were ten.
6: I was looking up to Dilla. I was looking up to Madlib, E. Swift from the Alcoholics. Yes, yes. I was looking looking up to Black Milk. Um, Dr. Dre, Daz Dillinger, um, there's so many people, man. Did you um, ever get to meet any of the people Rock. that you idolized to get Yeah, tips? damn near all of them. Yeah. Except for Madlib, I talked to him on the phone and we were supposed to link and then the day came and then he didn't answer. That's Otis. That's cool. <laughs>
5: That's
3: like, <laughs> no, he just, he just he goes. Yo, he but turns, I love that dude and, and I wanna work
6: with him one day and like, he's probably one of my favorite ever. Um Well, like I yeah everybody I've been meeting them and it's, it's been a blessing. So you are a real head. You yeah, are for sure. To the bone. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that um But I like all kinds of music though for sure. Like you know um I mean what
3: was your childhood record collection look like compared to now which is more playlist based but Yeah,
6: everything I said plus like you know the singing the singing stuff as well. Right. Um one of my favorite singers ever, Stokely from In Condition. Oh, man. Mm. Still a beast. Um, I like a lot of gospel. I like Kim Burrell. That's my, my my favorite female singer ever. Mm. You
0: sing gospel, right? I kind played of? in church. Okay. I
6: played bass, and like I was learning, watching everybody. <laughs> Why I, did you that? say past tense? Like, what was that that you did? Like on the keys? Mm. What was what, what was that chord on the organ? Okay, yeah. then watching the choir di- director and how they like, you know, come up with these harmonies and give them to people and like that's how I, like, I do my harmonies when I'm singing. Um,
4: yeah, I think that's really an underrated part about you. I, I really dig your vocal arrangements, man. I appreciate they be on point. Shit is dope.
6: So I definitely studied like everywhere I went and like picked up something.
4: And all your music, like you're self-taught. Like you never took formal lessons on any of the instruments. No,
6: nah, not really. Uh, I did take like a class in the ninth grade, like just piano and it really to me was just like okay, now I know how to read a little bit, but I could figure it out anyway, so it's not gonna really
0: I love your answer when I asked Ty what instrument how many instruments does he play? He was like, Well, if it has strings and <laughs> you know, you can play it with some sticks and what was the other one and you said it's keys. And keys. I'm hitting it.
4: Yeah, it's like Prince, yeah, everything but yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Did you guys ever get to me? Because I know he's like one of your I favorites.
6: shook his hand one time at a party late night in LA. And then um, one time I went to the Saturday night live after party with Ye. And all of a sudden Prince hopped on st- You were DJing that night. And all of a sudden Prince <laughs> hopped on stage. <laughs> and um, Taylor Swift, right?
0: What?
3: He, huh? Not Taylor. I'm trying to. Who was it? Yikes! I'm trying to. Okay, I'm showing prince my age party. now. No, you, it was a lot of Prince parties. It's, it's like been two minutes ago. ago. Yeah. I know, I know, yeah. I know, I know. Oh, uh, oh, at at the, at the forty.
6: The forty. You at the forty? Yeah.
3: Is that like the 44th? Yeah, we need, okay. Uh, uh, no, no, uh, oh. Saturday Night Live. Because <laughs> in my mind, I was like, oh, God, he thinks I'm someone else. And <laughs> <laughs> <Nah, I know. laughs> then I was like, wait a minute. This does sound familiar. No, Saturday Night Live had their 40th anniversary. And that's why oh, you that? was, Yeah. was You know what's weird? Because the freaking NBA All-Star game was the same day. Yeah. So I, I had planned on going to the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary special. Yeah. But I also had to DJ the NBA All Star thing at, at New York. So I did like up until halftime I had to DJ something and then run to Thirty Rock. So I, I totally missed the fact that Kanye was the musical guest at uh SNL forty. Yeah. He what he he was on his back. What I forgot what song he performed. Wolves. Was and, it Wolf? Yeah, okay, yeah, He did Wolves. He laid on his back, right? It was like
0: something weird. Yeah, he there, did
6: something where he laid on the ground.
3: Okay. Yep. Yeah, I came in, like, right when I was getting getting done, but I totally forgot
6: that. So, yeah, that was my only time ever getting to see him perform, but he just got on. I think, it was that random or was that planned?
3: Oh, that was super random. Like, everything yeah. that happened that night. Yeah. I didn't even know that Ye was there? Yeah. Oh, damn. We were in there. Okay. <laughs> People just ghost in and ghost out, but, nah, none none of it was planned. And, um, yeah, that, that night was... Super magical Like Prince Basically Jimmy just said I think Dave Dave Chappelle Whispered in Jimmy's ear Like I think I just saw Prince Walked in it was just like I think he just walked in And they willed it And then Prince like Floated to the stage <laughs> 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 He just floated To the stage He did Let's Go Crazy For 10 minutes And then uh, Floated out of there <laughs> Just as quick As he came in Damn. Yeah Yeah
0: And I know what you're thinking. I mean, my whole house? uh, Well, no, you don't have to do your whole house. I mean, you could do a room or, you know, do the whole house. So make some money while you're spending some money this summer. I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list.
2: There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: How did you, um, the connection with Sarah come about? Mm. Because the end of joint, like, that's... I mean, I love that record, man. I
6: appreciate it. So, Chords, <laughs> my homie, he was like, uh, he, he played it for me one day, and then I end up meeting them through Steve, Thundercat. Yeah, And uh, we just went over to the Sa house that was like up in Silver Lake, and we, we just vibed, and we just kept on making, like song after song after song. Me, Shafiq, Taz, Omas and they, they end up using those two, and as many. Um, those are just the big homies, man. They just taught me a lot, you know what yeah. I mean? They took me on my first Europe run. That was how I first met Ye. Um, was
4: that where they took the, the picture? The Paris trip, the infamous picture? But you wasn't in the I picture. I wasn't but. in the picture,
6: <laughs> but yeah. And wow. um, that's crazy, man. There, there's been a journey. Out I was here. about to say you've been in some <laughs> rooms, you've been in
0: some situations that make yeah. you go. I mean, even though you were born into you know musical royalty, yeah. at some point you got to look around and go, "Whoa!" Yeah, it's right?
4: crazy. Yeah, the thing I, I know is about your journey. Like for you, you you say that you were mainly focused on making beats. Yeah. When did it become clear to you that your singing really was the thing? I guess that was going to take you
6: over um, the top. I just had to get confident in it. I, I. uh that one situation to get back to it when yg uh got his first like 10 bands and gave me four and gave Mustard <laughs> four <laughs> and i saw him walk away with the rest of that money it did something to me you know i felt like all right it's time to like get out here and like figure it out and do my own artist thing so i put out the house on the hill which was my first solo tape and that had this song called all Star where my homie Fuego had sampled Swedish House Mafia mm-hmm. and we flipped it on some like LA like drums and mm-hmm. you know tempo or whatever and I did a straight smash to it and it, it took off like on the radio stations like from you know the whole California, Arizona, moving on to Texas and then it got shut down. We got sued um, for putting it on iTunes without clearing it with Swedish House Mafia which I thought it was clear but somebody lied and, you know...
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, how are you able to
6: move mixtape stuff to mainstream radio level on... Because I already had Tooted and Booted and already had, by this time I already had all the DJs now because from Tooted and Booted, um, I'm performing at all the... Any event oh, that they wanted to say, we're yeah. there. Yeah. Like we just pulling up Sisters and making of so so like everybody. Who's
3: your who's your good, Like when 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 you when you got a new join that you're ready to yeah put out. I mean now it's different because you're an established. You know who? Act, I, I, who's, I, who's, who's, I the, who's the give first it person? Who's the, who?
6: for L A? Like who who I always tell everyone like who changed it for us and like who gave us another chance because when you look at it like after the game there was no L A. You know what I'm saying? On radio, period. So um, DJ Charisma, my homegirl out there, wow. she is the one like, who got like everybody's music played, I feel like. Um, shout out to everybody else, but definitely DJ Charisma is she's like- She's the one who did it for you. She's the one who did it for so, everybody. So
3: that's important to you for L.A. to still have an identity, to still have a sound, to still have a figurehead- Representing, yeah. Like, cause Player I just feel like now, you know, d- d- between at least for my prime era, where it was dangerous between 90 <laughs> right, and 10, right, right. No, it was like third and You know, it was like East Coast, West Coast. You know, and then suddenly, you know, after after 2002, just stopped being so regional. And I know that.
4: Yeah, the internet. Games arrival.
3: Internet. Well, yeah, the ga- the internet made everything regional. Or not regional yeah, anymore. Erase he, he yeah. the lines, yeah. And so, you know, I know that's why the game was really being celebrated because it was just like, okay, we're still, you know, yeah, still up LA, in this motherfucker. Yeah. But for the generation that you represent, even though you're kind of more like heart-wise because you, you came in so young, you're you're ahead on our level. But you also represent the next generation, millennials or whatnot, yeah. like. Is that still an important thing to 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 have? Like, yeah,
6: I think it's a, important to be yourself wherever you're from, and to definitely represent your sound and your people. And like, no, we're not all the same just because the internet is like, nah. Like, I ain't trying to hear that. Like, if you come from New York, you're supposed to sound like you're from New York. Like, why would you sound like you're from LA Atlanta. just because we all have the internet or Atlanta? Right, that's corny. I, I mean, I got how it is in the streets. <laughs> yeah, no,
3: I was happy as shit because at least for when you came out, I was shocked that I mean, your 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 first major single was like ninety-eight beats per minute, which yeah. as a deep, you know, mm-hmm. just during the period between like two thousand six and eh, kind of now, uh, you know, everything was you know Slow. trap level. Yeah. Seventy BPMs PMS and and slower, and so I felt like okay, you're defiantly going against what mainstream expectations are, and you're keeping it at that level. I mean, I'm just at a place where it's like ninety five to one hundred and ten BPM. Yeah, y'all kind is of brought back like
4: cookout jams, like it yeah. was like you get two step to it. It was it was actually danceable.
6: You know what I mean, yeah. Um, that's always been you know I guess like when you think about the LA sound it would be Dr. Dre, quick, you know, when you think about back then. And now for us, you know, we had to like, when you're in the, when you go to these LA parties, when you go to these like, I would say, one of the things that runs the culture still to this day has always been Tommy the Clown, right? And Tommy the Clown is like this guy that comes through with like this, uh, you know, van or whatever and it has speakers on it, and these clowns get out and they clown dance. It's like what? everybody's music. Wait, still? S- yeah, still. When Sped did it up. start? It <laughs> Started when I was a kid. Like, there's always been Tommy the Clown. I'm
0: going to the wrong parties out there. Yeah. <laughs> then, Wait, like, how? And did
6: then it? that 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 ended up going into the what do you call that? The crumping. Uh, crumping. Crumpin. Yeah. And like they had a movie for it and everything. Yeah, Ray, okay. uh, Ray,
0: Rise, Rise, Rise. Yeah. rise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
6: yeah, yeah. And um. If you pay attention, like they just speed up everything and like that's the LA sound. And then like, even like the Bay, like their sound is the same thing, like sped up. Like, so that's where we come from. There's that music too, you know?
0: (laughs) But it must make you proud R&B wise because it feels like the West Coast are really taking chances with R&B? It's, yeah. You know, between you, Anderson, you mentioned Thundercat. Like, yeah. do you feel that? Do you feel like in R&B and soul music that y'all are kind of doing things a little differently over there and it's working?
6: I feel like we're all doing different things. That's true. Anderson is a movie. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to bro. <laughs> I'm so proud of, like, him and everything that he's doing, that he's sticking to his stuff. Iman Omari. Mm. Yeah, that's my um, man. I love Iman. That's my bro. He's sticking to his stuff and, like, killing it. Um, how, So many people, man.
3: So, as far as Miguel, the tag, Miguel, shout out to Miguel. Yeah, the album yeah. is a movie.
6: Yeah.
3: So, how... Okay, so for the title R&B, which today is so blurred, I mean, because, you know, now, even when... Chris Brown is in the news, and depends on which news wire is reporting. Rap it. star Chris Brown.
4: Yeah, it'll say rapper yeah. Chris Brown. <laughs> is Pop
3: star. What is. Yeah, I went I've to the seen... Knicks
6: game last night to put rapper Ty Dolla on, on the screen.
3: Well, that's what I was going to ask. Like, how? Because I just feel that black culture has just gotten sort Engulfed. of def- defaulted <laughs> yeah. into rap. Rap culture. <laughs> Everybody's a rapper. Do we you all rap. feel as though, even though I mean, your music is as edgy as you know yeah. it's it's so immersed in hip hop but you're clearly singer yeah. like do you still feel like you need to hold that flag for R&B or what it represents or is it yeah, just yeah I feel
6: like um, I feel like uh, there's real rappers out here and like they deserve to be like called rappers not me <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I don't even deserve to be in that conversation um I sing for sure for sure, and I would love if people would just recognize that. But my boy Rosenberg Rosenberg, he told me he was like, "Yo, your name is like kind of rappy, bro." Yeah, <laughs> like, Yo, no, straight. No, I'm I'm be real <laughs> with oh, you. Oh, I man. forgot. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, and like, if the and if you just take a picture, you're like, "Oh, R and B dude, no." Uh, he could be. He could be. D- uh, to popular Dwayne, culture. He
3: could be Dwayne Wiggins 2.0. From Dwayne Tony Wiggins, yeah, I yeah,
4: yeah, What yeah. do you say? I'm <laughs> total, total, total.
6: Yeah. Man, I was, I was coming out of the smoke shop the other day <laughs> uh-huh. and this like old bald white dude, I, like he's he's bringing uh, boxes off of a truck and the trucks are like this juice. I'm like, yo, what's in there? Because it says sangria, but it looks like a kid's drink. He was like, no, nah, it is a kid's drink. It's just, that's the company. I'm like, all right. He was like, you know what? You look like you look like that star, like them guys from the 80s that were singing that song that they weren't really singing. And he was talking about Millie Vanilli. Vanilli. Oh,
5: oh, oh the <laughs> no. Went, oh,
6: the no! Wow, niggas, no. That was a Man, I said you look like Rob Palato. So I guess <laughs> they were singers, right? So I yes. looked, it damn, worked. like, do I look like a singer? Well, or or were they singers? They weren't, they, they weren't singers.
3: Really they weren't singers. They, they were, they nah, were they like singers. Word, <laughs> Now they were pioneers. They yeah, actually man.
4: put out another. Yeah, man. If we really gonna talk, they were pioneers. <laughs> they were like pioneers. Okay. Millie Vanilli would go off without a hitch today. Like it would be. Oh, yeah, they died for our sins. Yeah, that, was is right? <laughs> that was the nineties. <laughs> everything, right? Man, that was the nineties,
0: right? Millie Vanilli. Yeah, it, 90s? Was, it was the nineties. It's funny because I was gonna ask Ty since everybody's doing the nineties thing. Is it certain groups that you just don't touch? I was thinking Millie Vanilli was one of those. Like musically, since people are borrowing so much, and I, you know, you duetting with Jack. You know, what's crazy
6: because like I think my old. Uh, Manager Kevin Lows, he wrote huh. that song for them. Yeah, he, he did. did.
4: No, we had him on the show. He had, yeah. had him on the show. He told us that whole story. It's like, crazy. Man. Like he was like full circle, right? And yeah. the with this girl, yeah. and the shit was on TV. Yeah. And the video yeah. came on. He was in bed. He yeah, shout <laughs> out
6: to Kevin, <Cam>, man.
3: <laughs> said,
4: yeah, So you like following up what like, he was saying about the '90s. So on the um, I'm I'm tripping. I can't remember the title, but that's the one. You sample only you. On uh, oh,
6: oh yeah, my new song yeah on the new uh, X featuring X YG. With YG right X. yeah only you By one twelve um it was funny Bongo and Hitmaker they uh they sent me this song and uh, the beat it sounded like uh sounded like Mustard did it you know what mm-hmm. I mean I'm like bro if I want a Mustard
3: <laughs> I was going to say wait. All right, I'm so glad you said that Because when I first got it I was waiting for his tag, right?
5: Mm -hmm. Because usually when I DJ (laughs) Like when I
3: DJ, I always Go Like two counts before, mustard on the Mm b-ho And I was looking, I'd spent At least three minutes looking for the tag Like oh maybe I missed it, maybe I missed it And then it just hit me, oh maybe he He didn't didn't do it it. (laughs) Yeah
6: man So I'm like you know, if I want a mustard beat, I go get a mustard beat. Like, I don't want it, but then I end up, you know, recording to it, and I started loving it. And then I'm like, all right, just take off the mustard drums, bro. Like, let's just bring back the original, the original joint. You know, joint. And um,
4: yeah, I'm curious about how, because as someone that grew up in the '90s, I always thought of the '90s as a, as an era where it's almost kind of like you had to be there. You know, what I mean, like yeah. I just like New Jack Swing as much as I loved it. I didn't think it translated into now. Like, I, you know what I mean? It just, like, versus like the 70s when cats were sampling 70s shit, I got it. When cats were sampling eighty shit, I got that. But the 90s just seemed like the most unlikely era to be sampled. You're but, too
0: close to it. Yeah. You know, but it, like, y'all are doing to it. Like, and, it's kind of hard to,
6: like, sample it because the swing, that's when they was using that weird ass, like you said, the New Jack Swing. It's like, and the fucking little corny awed. bass line. <laughs> <laughs> like, Exactly. So, like, that is not going to work right now I don't think but the hook melodies and like you know so that's what that, is drawing people yeah, drawing your work. generation to it yeah for sure oh
0: it's the okay that explains <laughs> the harmonies
4: I, the I just melodies. heard like the Big Sean song, song in my thing, head you know? I was like oh
0: okay yes <laughs> okay I got it now yeah.
4: yeah cause I heard you I mean I, I was listening to it and I was like he's singing over only you but I'm like man like that's I never would have thought that that could be reappropriated into now you Yeah, know what I mean but I mean but the shit is dope though
6: somebody will figure it out He'll appreciate
0: the jagged and Didn't I think... Oh, yeah. That's the, yeah.
3: I think I read... Um, at one point, I didn't realize this, that were you not almost going to sign with Chiba Sounds? Uh, at the time, I think Dominic Trenere had a label. Um, he used to manage D'Angelo. It was someone associated with Venus Brown was... Yeah he was part of that label or whatever, like were you at not, nah. at one point in the, okay, then it was a rumor. It okay. was <laughs> yeah, a rumor. Yeah I, yeah, I was curious to know, so, I mean, cause you kinda cover
4: a lot of ground in genres, so how did you decide on, well first of all, how did you and uh, Wiz link up, and how did you decide on the label um, that could say, okay, this kid does this, he does this, he does this, he does this, he does this and they were like, okay, we can figure out how to market this. Cause I mean, you can do R&B, you can do hip hop, you can do like house or whatever. Yeah. And for a lot of labels, whereas as a music fan, for us that's like Wonderland, but for a label that yeah. shit can be a kiss of death. Yeah. Cause they like, what the fuck do we do with all this?
6: So after after the um, house on the hill, I, uh, I go to Def Jam, back to Def Jam, right? And at the time there's, uh, Karen Kwok, I think Max Goose just left. So there's Karen Kwok, and there's Chris Anacute, right? And um, I play them my record, and... You play them Beach House? Beach House, okay. right Right before I drop it. The first one? Okay. Yeah, the fr- I mean, uh, House on the Hill, house right before Hill. I okay. drop it. And they're like, yo, it's incredible, it's dope, you got some crazy songs, but it's like, yo, you got a house record here, you got, you know, this you know, slow, slow you got this LA song here, you got, it's like you got so many things, bring me back a project that's just like cohesive, like one thing, you know? So I go and make Beach House One, but when I make Beach House One, I um I get cool with this dude Sean Barron at Atlantic, and there's this one song that I didn't include on Beach House One, and it was called Fumble, and I end up giving it yeah, to him. Yeah, Trey Songz. Trey Songz. And since that song went and they ended up making a single it ended up going up, Atlantic was like, All right, you know, we, this guy? let's talk. <laughs> so, um then I had Paranoid and you know, Ornaw and everything yeah, yeah. went crazy. Beach House One, Beach House Two. Okay, so Beach House One, Wiz calls he he DMs me on the Twitter and he's like, Mind you I already met him through Terrace Martin mm-hmm. during the after the time, Corey Days, but back to making beats, trying to figure it out. Um, He hits me on the DM on Twitter and he's like, yo, we've been playing Beach House One on this tour, the whole tour, me and the guys. When I get back to LA, let's work. He ends up coming back and we make like 11 songs in one night and... uh,
3: 24 hours?
6: Yeah, like less than 24 hours. How do you work that (laughs) task? Cause like... Literally, literally, like if you have a, like a pack right now on your um, laptop and we put on the mic, I'ma just lay hook after hook after hook after hook after hook after hook after hook. after Then we're gonna come back, I'ma see which one is worthy of a, you know, a verse. Developing, lay, yeah. lay the, you know,
3: and then. So that's your songwriting process? Yeah. Like you listen to the beat and then you'll
6: concentrate on what the hook is first? Yeah, hook. Or verse, like whatever just comes out, like just put it on. I'ma go in there and just, you know, blaze up and figure it out. And then some are great, some are good and worthy of like selling to a feature and some are you know. <laughs> So all right, give me so
3: give me an example for a song like Paranoid. Yeah. You're first hearing the beat and you're just at a live mic.
6: How to be how, honest how, with Paranoid? That was like uh the third song I made on that beat, I knew that beat was so hard, and like certain times you'll make a song that's just like whatever, but you feel like that beat is so crazy that I need to give it another you know another swing, and then I was like the third one i, I did on that, and uh, I just knew it. it felt like the beat felt epic enough that you had to put yeah, and like when i when then when that hook came, it reminded me of when I was a kid and I first heard like poison. Mm -hmm. by BBB (laughs) I felt like I I tapped into the this is hard but I'm singing you know what I'm saying like it didn't feel R&B it didn't feel like you had to feel like how when you say you look at me and it's like yo you look this way but you're supposed to be R&B like I felt like yeah I can look like this and and still sing and like be me by the way that was them not me I (laughs) I see whatever you want to be black man I was just
0: (laughs) (laughs)
3: <laughs> so how long will you let the the how many minutes or days or whatever will you let uh time go by before you're just like, it's not coming to me, let me go to the next track and then Uh as soon as it just
6: as soon as it's not coming, sh- then I go to the next track. That doesn't mean it's like not a good track. It's just, it back up, it's just not speaking to you. Just not right at that second. Yeah. It just wasn't meant to be. That's what I feel like.
0: Are we doing it to order? I just had a, I have such a a horses in the stable question. I'm sorry.
4: Horses in the stable. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um.
0: That's a title. I know. I'm,
4: I'm a little. Oh, afraid oh, of it. A, oh you mean the, oh the song? Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, the title. The, the, oh, the title. The song, yeah. Metaphorically. Yeah. yeah I just thought you were speaking
4: metaphorically. Okay. I know.
0: Sometimes, cause you get mad, we we break the the lineage. I I know we was going beach house. We Want to keep going? But oh, I, I we're having a casual oh, conversation good, good, amongst good. friends. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I had a random thought about horses in the stable and coming up with that, and I was thinking to myself on the back of the 12 year old daughter conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I was like in 2018. Yeah. when horses in the stable I still exists So,
6: oh, <laughs> when okay. I have recorded it, still now, um, oh. sh- sh- the song is so great. It is. A great you know song. what? Um, my homegirl Tish Hyman yes. came yep. at the yeah. end of the album cycle of free tc and she was like i got this song i wrote it for you and i think like you should record it and i'm like yo tish i'm oh, that's done
0: right that's her that's her song yeah i'm
6: like i'm mm-hmm. done like but like let me hear it and she played it and it was so hard that they're mixing in the other room and i'm like you know Hold what up. just get me a mic in here and i go in the vocal booth set up my laptop and like the little pro tools and recorded <laughs> it and like added my own little thing to it mm-hmm. and it was it I'm like I'm putting it on the album just like clear it get it cleared like however and like they got it cleared and it's one of my favorite songs I think the people love it but yeah. guess what <laughs> I walk in the main meeting at Atlantic mm-hmm. to where it's like the three bosses are um Craig Calvin uh, Julie, Julie Julie and Kaiser yeah. so Julie hmm what the fuck is that song? Are you you, you referring to women as horses? Listen, because if
0: you don't know the song, it's like horses in a stable, but I can't ride. But you can't, it's like you can't ride. I'm like, listen to it again.
6: It's not like as bad as you think it is. Like, da-da-da-da, but um, shout out to Julie. And, you know, Della is not a misogynist. Della does not hate women like I love women and like I love my daughter. It's weird. Do you have a lot of classes
3: with Julie? Julie's world famous for nah, classes for, for those for, like, that, yeah.
6: <laughs> for that you know but vulgarity. it's a weird time
0: though right because it's kind of like you're right like well, I'm now a, especially now because yeah. I'm like an independent woman and everything yeah. but I still like a good N, you know NWA you know don't matter just don't bite it or whatever yeah, yeah from yeah. that yeah. time so it's just a <laughs> it's so Yo, weird that's my reference matter, in my head the, I'm sorry the eye
3: mean. roll of Fonticolo, like. That's the song you. That's why I win. Sorry, I'm thinking of bitches and shit. Yeah, any, I'm any, like, any song but that song. You bit some of niggas for life. Like,
4: that
0: was my. <laughs> that was my go-to. That was your, no, I, hey, it was it's it's all good. That, okay, the, okay. The world's biggest dick. I don't think it's matter, just so like right,
6: a, but, a. But you still want to be able to a make culture your music thing. Like yeah. our songs, like like just on some, you know. That's just how. We be talking. It's, it's it's nothing that bad. I know. But I just, it is kind of bad, but exactly once right. Once you learn, because <laughs> <know? laughs> the is what it
0: is. Culture is kind of like it, it is might what be it ending. Is once you
6: learn, like but a lot of people. Yeah, it's don't definitely know. ending. Yeah. So, yeah, it is ending. Yeah. So that's cool. though. I'm
3: happy for the next chapter. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> beach house four. <laughs> right. Yeah. My sister.
4: <laughs> Man, please don't go hotel on beach house four. Please, like keep it ratchet.
3: Hotel Dallas, sorry. I like
4: that. <laughs> You collaborated with Tish on the stealing joint too. I mentioned it in my roll yeah. call, but um, how did you record that? Because the vocals on it, it sounds like it was separate. Yeah, or well, I don't know if it was separate. It sounded like you were just in an open room and it was just- There's this
6: one studio in Burbank called Wayman Sound. Mm-hmm. Don't steal my studio. Anyway- Wait, uh, who owns Wayman? I can't remember his name. I think I've
3: been at the studio.
6: It's right there on Bur- like 1908 Burbank.
3: I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm
6: about to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, like, um, it's a solo, like, one-man studio. Only one artist can be there in there at a time because there's only one room. And I like that because certain studios in L.A., like, people will s- s- find out you're there. Because me, I don't even put my name on the door anymore. It just says private session, but people will find out you're in there and just feel entitled. Like, oh, that's the Are homie. Oh, they just show up? Yeah, like, I hate that. So now you know, I have to pay for a security guard to be out there, which is boof. Like, I don't have to spend that extra money for security to stand out here. I'm not Michael. Right, right, right. <laughs> Jackson, yeah, no, I nobody. like, damn. But I have to, because I like my privacy when I'm working so I can get things done, you know what I'm saying? And is that you playing acoustic on that one? Um, nah, that was Titch's homeboy who, you know, she originally made that song with.
4: Okay, and is that you on the, um, or is that Babyface playing... Baby acoustic faces on the, on solid, the solid, bass. Junior. You play bass on solid. Yeah,
0: gotcha.
3: Yeah. I'll I'll let uh, our audience know that uh, I'm kind of considering. i mean, Tish is definitely going to play a major major role in this next round. So okay, that's Tish, like. the ladies is coming. Oh, that's up. amazing. Our time. It's our that's time. amazing. I mean, we did we did a we did a good. I mean, we had, a, like, a mammoth five-day, like, 24-hour street just sleepover at Electric Lady Studios, like, sometime last year, in which... How many songs are on the hard drive? Like, at least 300. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, there like, 125, like, full songs. Well, and then yeah, like, I mean, a, like, another... I just mean sketches or whatever. Yeah, but... another 200 sketches or something. Yeah, so it's, like, 300 total. But, I mean, Tish is definitely gonna, you know... She will be
6: a major presence. That's what's up. I that's love incredible. her. Man. I love this. Yeah, great human being, great soul, all that. Can we, we- talk about talented. you asking?
0: You mentioned him, but you kind of did it fast. And we actually interviewed Babyface, and I asked him about doing a song with you because I just thought, whoa, I was surprised. Not you know, just not super yeah. surprised, but a pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Um. On your side, how do you, can you tell the story of that and where you're scared or you just was like, I want Babyface, and that's what it is. Yo,
6: man, the story of. Ty and baby Babyface is super legend. <laughs> uh, Did it. Uh, you showed up unannounced an sh- at his studio. Nah, I, just, <laughs> I, I came in, um, it was you know, already set up. He's there by himself, him and his other boy, and then his other boy leaves and we chilling like he's just playing guitar riffs. I'm like, that's dope. Just freestyling, And um, who else is in there with me? I think my assist- my assistant at the time or whatever. So uh, no, Nate, Nate, my homie Nate, Nate 3D. So Nate's rolling up for me and um I'm just freestyling and shit. He passes me the joint. I light it. All of a sudden me and Face were just vibing. Okay, that's the one. That's the one right there. He play, he starts he starts to play solid and I start coming up with the hook. And um all of a sudden his boy walks in and he's like, Yo, 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 Face don't want you to smoke. Da da da. da. He was oh, like, wow. you know, just come out here, come out here. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm sitting here in the man's face, and he didn't say nothing. Right. So I'm like, "How the fuck did he like Tell signal you. this dude? Right. I felt like he had like telepathic powers or something. To where he like <laughs> he signaled touched his, his left boy shoulder. with a bat <laughs> sign and like called him in there, and he told me don't smoke. But that was cool. You know, his face, like all all respect. I just like had a, a non smoking session and the song came out cool. And he
4: had nothing but great things to say about you when we interviewed him. Yeah, he, he was, was amazing.
6: And then like, he showed up to the video in a stretch limo. What was this? Old school? Yeah, like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and y'all was in the desert for that? Nah, we was like by
6: the beach somewhere what? like off in Ventura County, but like that was his only requirement, just send him, you know, a, a stretch limo. limo. Wow, like, straight 80s. Want, face like.
0: And it was never any thought to have him sing at all, because I always thought that was interesting too. Like
6: I wanted him to, but he felt like, I think he did backgrounds on there. Okay. He did. But he just wanted me to just do my thing. He was like, yo, that's it. And I couldn't believe he was like loving my lines. And he recorded me and everything. Like Ah, that's dope. I'm like, I'm like trying to get him to vocal produce me and make it a big face song, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> but uh, he was just loving everything I did, so. We got back in to work on Beach House 3. I didn't end up using that song, but we're going to get back in again. I love working with him. He loves working with me.
0: All right, y'all. You know what season it is. Tis the season for spring breaking and planning our summer travel. And if you're like me, you're already in your Airbnb app trying to find which spot is right for you. Now, listen, while I'm looking to spend all this money, I'm trying to tell you, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos.
2: And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great.
1: Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list.
2: Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm
0: Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of Movie Phone, The studios
3: didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry.
2: Or Kellen Kenny,
0: chief marketing and growth officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar.
1: It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers, that is the best lesson.
0: In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
4: How did the Jagged Edge session come about? The, uh, the, uh,
6: jagged Edge, straight up. I've known uh, Jagged Edge through... Uh, my homie, Poon. Poon Daddy? Yeah, Poon Daddy. Oh my God, from Chris Lover
0: Lover and Poon yeah. Daddy. Yeah. You from Atlanta? I went to college in Atlanta. That's what's up.
6: So, uh, <laughs> Wait, she's from every city on the East Coast yeah. somehow. It's crazy. Yeah, so um, once I got that song done, there was this like, one line that I said about Jagged Edge and you know, I wanted one of them, them right? on the song, so I called them just like to see if we could make it happen. And next thing you know, they sent it back like. Wow, they was pumped. Wow. All they yeah. kids was
0: like, "Daddy, you better." <laughs> you better do that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Wow, I once read um, uh, a friend of mine. She's interviewed a couple of times. Rebecca Heathcoat. She's uh, yeah. right, LA. And um, I read a, the joint you did with her. I guess it's maybe like a years so ago, but you were talking about how you understand your pops more now. Yeah. That you have a daughter. Yeah what's that journey been like for you? Like the your relationship with your dad as yeah. a kid and versus now so that you have a career. Cool
6: like, so just imagine like, say if your parents break up and mom's is always like talking down, like you know, mm-hmm. everything wrong about him and it just make you hate him more and, more and more and more and more and more and then I have a daughter and then the difference between me and her mother like, everything she's saying and i'm sure she's saying like all kind of crazy stuff but like yet i've been able to hold a you know cool relationship with my daughter but just seeing that i figured out like oh okay this is why i was like you know listening to her it wasn't really like how it was between us so that's why that's why i said that but i was wrong and my pops definitely is the reason why i'm here today and Shout out to my pops. I couldn't have done it without you.
4: What's our relationship like now?
6: Um, we're great. He's always, you know, put me on to different things he's into, and I'm I'm putting him on to all the new stuff. And any questions about, you know, his, you know, the old stuff, he can always be mm-hmm. right there to answer. Like the other day, I was looking for that. Uh, tonight is the night that Betty you made Wright. me Betty right. Yeah, and I couldn't figure it out. Who it was and call him like, who's that song with that uh uh uh? He's mm-hmm. like, no, what is that singing? I'm like, you know when to be like, uh uh, uh <laughs> good love. Right, right, right. He's like, oh, Betty, right? Like, <laughs> see, so pops is always there, like, for those moments and for you know just being a dad.
4: On your records, you got um, TC. So, just to clarify, we were speaking offline, like yeah. before. So. L- little TC that's yeah. your cousin that is with you now yeah. and then big TC that's your brother yeah. that's locked up yeah. he's on um well he's on he's on campaign and he's on free TC as yeah. well and that's him singing Yeah. How so is he first of all, is he your older brother or younger brother younger he's younger yeah did y'all i don't know when he got locked up how did y'all ever collab when he
6: was out yeah uh we uh always like just sung around the house and like recorded songs together and like just tried to you know made groups he would have his thing i would have my thing and you know when my parents broke up he went his way i went my way mm. and um it's like it's definitely important who you hang around man because i felt like if he would have been hanging around the people i was hanging around and i would have hanged hanged around the people he was hanging around, it might have been it different for yeah, me, different. you know.
4: No, because he's a. I mean, I really like his voice and super the talented. Is, y'all super. sound like brothers. Like he sounds like you, but yeah, y'all but, it's dope. Like it's y'all sound definitely like each other.
6: He might be better than me, man. <laughs> Shout out to bro. Um, See, my shit is getting worse before it's getting better. It's like the people got a curse. Can nobody stay together? I watch him get my people down. Let's be killing off each other. Each other. No. Oh, no. Ain't no justice for the brothers. No, no. See the behind this. No. he's fighting a life sentence for something that he didn't do. So with Free T C if 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 anything, you know, we rose awareness for sure around the world for the social injustice and everything that's going on. And um like I said, I took every bit of the money I made from that project and put it back into his case. So, God willing, you know, we're gonna get some results real soon. Uh, D. Loke, who was also featured on Free TC, yeah. he was right next. You know, he was They're in the rapping, cell with right? my brother, yeah. and he's out now. He's out here with us. I started my label, The Movement, and I got D. Loke, I got TC, I got Twenty Four Hours, I got Joe Moses, I got Tish, and we out here.
4: So the um, No Justice record. Was that in the autobiography? Is that like what happened with, with what he's singing and what you're singing? Yeah,
6: um, we definitely spoke up on it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I mean, cause I know you have to be sensitive about what you can yeah. say, but I was listening to it. I was like, hold up, these nah, niggas sound like they telling the truth. This don't sound like just some a song, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, it sounds real,
6: yeah, man. Um, it was crazy. Like once, I feel like once they get on you, they just be on you and mm. like they don't want to look stupid for being on you. So they'll figure out a way to like just make it solid, you know, without it even being solid. And um, he got, you know, put in twists, twist. But like I said, we're working on it and God willing, it's going to happen. I swear we're working on it. That song is everything. And T- Free TC went gold finally. So shout out to Team Dollar and everybody that streamed it and bought it. And um, hopefully, and purchase. we're gonna free TC. Yeah, yeah, man. That's so awesome. the most important part. Running, running a team. Now,
3: actually, I want to I want to bring this back to Sarah because yeah. I'll say that for me, one of the major, most major disappointments I've ever had was watching their situation implode. Yeah, because for me, I always felt as though. Uh, tribes, people people that move <coughs> People that move together yeah. uh, Can get to Their destination faster than just individual artists Yeah, And if you look at the history Especially with hip hop Tribes move together In other words I mean Wu-Tang Clan You have to associate it with the individual artists Method Man, Red Man, Ghost. The RZA, the JZA Yeah, air. like all of them as individual artists moving as a unit. And even for people that are not part of a movement necessarily, like you look at look at Puff's era. You might call it the Jiggy era, or whatever, but you still think of flossy rappers. You think of Jay, you think yeah. of Puff, Mace, Foxy, yeah. Kim, like and they all move together. Um, the same with native tongues, which was groups of groups, Tribe, De La Soul, Jungle Brothers. And so when Sarah when Sarah came along. Especially with them and their association with Jay Davy, um, Georgia. Yeah, with yeah. Georgia Ann and all that stuff. I was like,
6: hey. I was just listening to Georgia like all morning. Yeah, <laughs> she's amazing, man.
3: Yeah, and it's like for me, I was so elated because I was just like, great! Like, someone gets the whole like gathering of the tribes together and and move it along, and then like. Yeah. I mean, I, I have my thoughts on... Why? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, you know, like, my fear was that, because when I saw their approach, I was like, yo, they're so fresh. But I also knew, you know, like, post-J, there's... It take sw- all. Well, swag, well, Swagger Jacking sort of became legal in in terms of... I mean, you could say Swagger jack or whatever, but, like, where you just drink someone's milkshake and mm-hmm. you know oh, they fresh let me let me see what they got going on and then you know what i'm saying yeah totally and for me i was like and i told them i said yo just i want y'all to concentrate a lot of people gonna look at y'all like yo y'all the new thing out i want to be down i want to be down and i was like just ignore it get to the goal post first and then branch out. start yeah. your your associations and that Build stuff.
4: wide before you build high
3: and then, kind of, when Ye came along, I was afraid. I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> I'm afraid." And I called. What happened? I called. What happened? And it's like they got excited. And then, and that album the sat movement. for
4: three fucking years. And then, yeah.
3: yeah, I mean, I can say the same also with uh, with with uh, well, what would have been the Odd Future movement and yeah, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. So watching that situation implode, um, first of all, how Did that affect you really or was it just like, oh, well, if that didn't work, let me move on and, you know, start my own thing. Like, how do you keep your tribe and your family together
6: Um, and and working and active? You see, like, I've been through many tribes, man. (laughs) (laughs) I've been through many tribes and I had to just keep on working when other people, like, give up and feel like, you know what, I put my all into this. I'm not about to do it again. Like, I still have some more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So nah, I just I, found, like, the right drive, like, the right team, and, like, that's that's important. No, nah, because, right I team. mean,
4: your stuff, man, like, I, one thing that I was going to ask you was just, like, with the time Corey stuff, with that situation not working out, I know a lot of cats that would have called it quits right then, yeah. like, because y'all were making some cool shit, and a lot of times the thing that I want people just, I guess, kind of understand about your story, like, and a big reason why we want to get you on the show is because I think like a lot of people don't really know it. Like they yeah. just see you as like the hit maker that where you are now. Yeah. But they really don't know your grind. And yeah. like I remember first time I played, I played and if for like a friend of mine, and I'm like, yo, you know who that is, right? And he's like, I'm like, yo, that's Todd Dolls.
1: Like, no, it ain't. It ain't no, that. That right.
4: I'm like, no, that's Todd. That was before he was who he is. But. Yeah. This has been a process, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a
3: it's been a grind. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's really been a grind. So yeah. how how you not get discouraged to cause I, I know people now that even on their fifth attempt at climbing a mountain they can't
6: You know where I fucked up? Because like I put so much time into like doing music and learning music and only caring about music, that that's like what I knew how to do. So that if, if I didn't do this, then it was like, all right, okay, I'm what else selling is left? weed and I'm doing all that, but like this <laughs> doesn't really make me happy. I really have to kick it around these weirdos. Like, <laughs> like you know, so I just stuck to this. And then once once uh, YG's thing started taking off, that was like so inspiring and then, then like, all right, I don't want to make beats anymore, Jacasso died, then Mustard t- started taking off and that was so inspiring, It's was like, oh shit, we could do this, like, it was timing. Like, I just came in at the right time and,
3: you know. So te- technically, all right, just t- treat me like a five year old with this question. Uh, <laughs> was my, Yeah, I'm Laiya show. I'm Laiya. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, in my head, like, I thought that Mustard was starting a crest of a new movement. Yeah. But is he still rolling with the original cast of characters that came in the door with him, with YG, with you, and anyone else that was associated with all of his Sonic Assault of 2013 coming in the door? Like, are you still going to work, continue to...
6: Yeah, I think like the Sonics are changing and like everything is, you know, uh, Mustard got his, whatever he's doing, YG, you know, he's got 400, Mustard's 10 summers, I got the movement, and we come together as 400 summers the movement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We gonna work, YG and Mustard working right now. Um, I just sent YG some new music. When I was out in uh, Dubai, like, Two weeks ago, me and Neil linked up, and we just like made songs for a week. Oh wow! We sent YG something. So, what's your
4: creative presence like? Do you write and record every day? Is it just kind of when you feel it? How do you do it?
6: Like whenever I see something like this, I get excited, man. (laughs) Yeah. Like the room or the people. The room, the people, everything. Like it's like. This is a couple million dollars right here, you know. Well, besides <laughs> that, like that's chain, weird. He was it, it like,
3: oh man, I could. Just, I, we look at it like, oh man. <laughs> no, right, right. We back again.
4: <laughs> nah, man. You do most of your recording still at the crib. Uh, yeah. It, what's your setup at your the home crib? Setup,
6: yeah. Home setup is uh, the setups everywhere. So now, like, I finally bought a drum set and like I got it fully mic'd and I got a. Uh, a baby grand and it's fully mic'd. And, oh, wow. Um, I've been buying little drums from everywhere I go. I just came back from Kenya. I'm about to bring something back. Um, you were performing in Kenya or just visiting? Yeah, I went to Nairobi, wow. Kenya. Ah.
3: And Yo, I can this, I tell y'all, the, the like Live Nation is really planning their feet in the African market now, okay. so like.
6: I'm wondering why they've been so late, but it's cool. You mean it's, the world been so late? No, why they've been so late on bringing me there, cause I didn't oh. know I had that many fans, like it was like 5,000 people out there going no. Who wow. wow. well, I am? Was this, like
3: initially, I mean, there's always been a desire for artists to go over there, but you would have to have a lot of money. Like there was a point where I think like when Miseducation was really popping, like Lauren and the Roots, we're gonna to tour Africa like in ninety nine, two thousand, whatever. Been. But because there wasn't a live nation, there's not a promoter there back and the with government real system real money. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's a lot of funny <laughs> money over that, there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, something happened. It some oil Take it okay. right? It, it, would, it was like a lot of scammage going on. Uh, <laughs> let's just be PC. about. Uh, yeah. But uh, send me your social security number. I'm a Nigerian prince. Yo, so, <laughs> if I could tell you, uh, <laughs> like the six close but no cigar moments we had with Africa, but then, like suddenly, like in I guess like 2009, like all of a sudden, like Buster was constantly going to Africa. I'm like, what you know that we don't know, and suddenly, <laughs> like. Live Nation has reps over there. And, yeah, that could back know, it. So now, yeah. yeah, like Africa is now a, a, a an option for artists to go to now. They better so. be employing people
0: That's over dope. there. Yeah, and not just flying like the, people in. The, the best energy ever.
6: Continent. Have you done South Africa yet? I haven't. Oh, man. I know they want it, so I'll I'll be out there soon. Y'all don't trip. Nah, you'll kill it over there. They'll, they'll, they'll love you. That's crazy. We're going to... Um, Lagos and March.
5: Uh
0: oh. Okay. Kenya and Nigeria, they different. Yeah,
5: <laughs> you,
6: you gotta
0: you gotta
3: you gotta go visit the shrine if you if you go to Lagos, you gotta go to, to Fela's shrine. Like yeah. it's still very active and still a musical, spiritual experience. So
0: Are you, you know, Fela familiar?
3: Kuti. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I just wanted to hear you I'm say it. Sure. I knew you were.
6: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what's your uh what's your mic of choice like at the crib? Like what, what mic you like to use?
6: I have a C eight hundred. The Sony Sony joint? Yeah. Gotcha. My voice is like hella bottom, heavy, so that brings the brightness out. Um, But I have every mic, I got the Neumanns, just in case whoever comes over. I'm a gearhead for sure. Okay. Um, Then I got the old way of Pro Tools where everybody feels like you need the full rack. Uh Then I have the laptop with the duet, and I have the quartet, (laughs) and like what I like to record on the quick way. Because you get the same. You just take it to the big studio and put and whatever put you want to put on it. You know. Um, that's about it. When do you
4: think you you about mentioned earlier? You Twenty to-
6: bases, eight guitars. Oh wow! Acoustics. Yeah. Damn. We can have fun, man. All right, bro. I want to buy a rose next. I don't have one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Buying a
4: rose. That's that's so crazy because like you're moving. Like all my homies that are keyboard players, they swear by like all the virtual entries. Yeah, I'm now. getting a Kronos. Yeah. Like <laughs> Dog. I just yeah. got a
3: Kronos. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah,
4: like they I was watching a video with a Fred uh, um, Fred Greg filling games. Uh-huh. And he was playing it was some new virtual joint and he says that's like his main thing now. Like yeah. it's the roles, like they
3: Well it's so you dope. Can't tell the difference. what's so dope is that the patches on these keyboards now are song titles. I saw, yeah, well, I saw it on yeah. your IG story. So <laughs> but what yesterday, I'm I'm still this is this is four weeks after I did that IG story. Like the song titles are endless. Like I was only in one uh uh what do you call it? One channel. Uh huh. I didn't realize that it's letters A through G. I was only in the letter A. You was in A. Oh shit. So yesterday I was in C and it was like I mean they had the funky, they literally had funky worm. Crisscross, cross what well, I'm sorry they call, it they, Chris, call it they call it Chris they call cross jump Patch, <laughs> but it, literally g thing but oh, matching wow. it matching it no for no I mean it it makes it will put programmers out of, well not that programmers like Stevie Wonder's guys are Cecil yeah, some Yeah us, not yeah. like they're they're in business to program anymore but now it's like there's literally no excuse for you mm-hmm. to not find the song you just type in the song title and, and you know what it is you got your patches
4: I was reading that you were saying um, we're working on Beach House 3 there was a lot of records you had to turn down yeah. in order to get it and I was curious to know how do you how do you determine what is for you versus what is for someone else or like how do you make that determination of alright this song this feature is worth my time versus you know what fuck that I'm gonna do this it's shit just for me it's all
6: how it makes me feel at the time and um what I'm on mm-hmm. and for Beach House 3 I started with Message in a Bottle which is the last song which yep. a lot of the homies be like yo you tapped into the Ty and Corey vibes I'm like <laughs> thanks man so anyway uh, I started with that so I felt like everything had to be as good as that and I, I knew I wanted to do a lot more singing so I could like get this whole the rapper Ty dollar Sign thing you know away from me. Um what came next after Message in a Bottle we did So am I. Okay. Um So am I Famous and Side Effects. That's all my homie Pooh Bear Yeah, Pooh right Bear right from Fifteen Hundred. Uh, is he, nah, is he he's not fifteen hundred. Okay. He's just like solo, but he's amazing. Um I've known him for a while. He's been in the game for a minute as well. He wrote Peaches and cream for one twelve back in the day. Ah, okay. And like he also wrote um Justin Bieber's verse on Despacito. And <laughs> oh like, god. He, he, he good. Yeah, you, he's, <laughs> he's <incredible.
5: laughs> yeah he, he good
4: for a minute. Yeah. Wow. So, so shout out to Pooh Bear. What was the difference between the like the campaign and uh and Beach House? Because at first campaign was a mixtape and then Atlantic put it out like, how do you differentiate between what's a tape and what's an official album?
6: I would have loved it to count as an album. Um, that's
4: some of my favorite shit is on campaign. I appreciate <laughs> it,
6: but I guess I didn't do my business right at the time, I'm learning. Um,
0: Teachers, okay.
6: You have to like go through the album cycle with the lawyers and all that before you can't just give them a record and be like, this is an album, whatever. All right, cool, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you just basically said here and they were like, nope, mixtape. Yeah, like cuz I wanted to drop it immediately and like they were like you if you uh, want to drop it
0: immediately you have to do the mixtape. They you know.
6: Mi- yeah, like it just couldn't get cleared in time or whatever the case. So wow. you know, it came out as a tape. And um still had campaign on it and Zaddy and you know some songs that people love. So shout out everybody that stream campaign. But yep. does but does that
3: also mean uh that you get to control your uh mixtapes like do they own the master to the mixtape or is it just like like how how does that i've never released a mixtape wow <laughs> that's fascinating <laughs> right.
0: it maybe it's time
3: that's a different era it's just yeah
0: well, is nah,
4: that's
6: movement. us that's the movement
5: yeah yeah
3: <laughs> it is but i meant like do you get to own your masters and everything if it's a mixtape yeah okay but sure. they'll promote it for you yeah Just so that Okay so it's sort of like Them handing out the flyer At the end of the night Right right Helping you out I see that
0: So by now it I imagine that your wish list For working producers Musicians and artists Is kind of being Chopped down Right Cause you just said You walked in here And you were like Shoot I got John Mayer This album
6: Yeah I mean
0: <laughs> You got John Mayer You got Skrillex You got Future You got everybody Like you got Babyface you got, So yeah. let's is it anybody that, left? Yeah, who's left? <laughs> yeah, i to work
6: with Kid Cudi. I want to work with y'all too. You haven't done that so. with Cudi. Oh, that true. seems okay. Yeah, yeah um, that I seems have, like a no-brainer. Uh, we'll get together soon. There's a lot of people I still want to work with. Um, Are Jay, there any uh, other than Beyonce?
0: The the jagged edges type of people that you want to yeah, work like with? Yeah, well, like old school, like Considered old you know, school, 90s yeah, 90s, also.
6: whatever, yeah yeah i I you know the song would just have to come up first mm-hmm. and then Do you hear it I just hear it and feel it and get it done. you were saying me and, me and uh Charlie Wilson had a song too that could have went on beach house three but i uh I'll, the song is amazing Where? we'll see we'll see what happens with it would just you consider so hear first Ty, <laughs>
3: would you consider doing any uh Yiddish folk songs on beach house 4? <laughs> Yeah,
6: I don't think I'm gonna make a beach house four actually i'm gonna uh you know, think of a new title. What,
3: yeah, what are the huh. obsession with the houses? Yeah, you know, I think the beach titles. house is... Just, oh, I like this yeah. You're a
6: lot closer to it now, I'd imagine, than yeah. you were on one. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a Long Beach beach house, but, like, it's not the one that I imagined want? <laughs> I'm going to still, like... Um, Where's the dream Strive beach house? to get the dream one. It could probably be in, um, you know, Malibu or... I like, Malibu, yeah. Star Island in Star Island, cool. Miami, or, you know... There's many, there's going to be many beach houses, you know, the way my life is looking. I know that's, that's right. Yeah,
5: say it. that, my nigga. yeah.
0: That shit was wise. When do you think yeah.
4: you, uh when do you think you gained confidence as a singer? Because you, you say it early, you know, you weren't really confident in it.
6: I gained confidence, um... When I seen YG walk away with the rest of that bread. (laughs) Have y'all talked about this yet? Yeah, we talked about it. I said it I said it a couple times. You know that
0: motivated me, man. He said you got one more time to mention that in the interview.
6: Yeah, well, for sure.
0: That definitely
6: (laughs) that will definitely change you, man, when you see it's possible, like when you guys have just been working in the back, you know, of grandma's crib and then all of a sudden you can go get paid for real. People want to pay for this? Let's go get it then
3: that's that's really words of wisdom let's go it really
4: back. is hell yeah you see a nigga you walk over four hundred dollars he walking over ten thousand yeah i would be a singing ass that's
5: right Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, man we
3: we thank you for coming on the show today oh,
5: thank man, you, man. It's it's a
0: a yes. thank you and bringing your guitar thank you thank you it's random do yeah. you bring that guitar everywhere
6: this is not mine i actually stole it from the oh, back my... and just been uh, like
0: you hear that james make sure he doodling. put it back <laughs> <laughs>
3: Nah, man, we thank you very much um, on behalf of Sugar oh, Steve. Oh, hold up, damn, we forgot. What? Real quick before we get, the- Master Teacher.
6: Master Shit. Teacher. We
3: can't forget that. The original Master Stay
6: Teacher. Woke. The original Stay Woke. How did that come about? Um, We were just uh, vibing over at Shafiq's house in Georgia. That's a gang of people on that song. Georgia, Bilal. The whole family. Erica Badu. Everybody. It was just a vibe. She just yeah. happened to be there. Yeah, and I just did like me and Corey did one part on there. Wow! And you know Georgia did a part, and this person did a part, and this person did a part, and then you have Master Teacher Stay Woke. <laughs> Which and album is that on? That's on America. America. That's America. That's what America. America okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> C-
3: can we officially say that she invented that, that term? I stay woke.
6: Be careful. That was the
3: first place I.
0: That's I the first place your... I ever heard it. Yeah. I'm gonna just Stay say Donald Glover didn't. Right I'm gonna just say that. Oh no. hell yeah. no! No, no, no. Nah,
4: nah, nah, he,
3: he, he definitely got. It. Okay,
6: damn.
0: Yeah,
4: I so, think she might have. Yeah, she might have
6: coined. Yeah, that. I don't you, even want to say he bit it. He might have just found out. But like, no, when just, he found out, it was a great for those, thing. For those that listened to that shout song, shout out to him for that song. We've yeah. been saying it.
0: That has nothing to do with staying woke.
6: Nah. <laughs> I hate when people do that.
0: I didn't. Thank you.
6: Not, not you. I'm, I'm just saying like when artists do that and be like, oh, you bit me, like, nah, you know. It's up in the air. I didn't have like many songs like when I made saved. Like J. Cole had a song like Don't about the same thing, she right, right at the right. same time, and yeah. I'm like, nah. I mean, I, p- I put out another song where I, I did this or uh, not, or Nah, or nah. So, Yeah, that so was a another couple Yeah, I didn't. I didn't try to say people bit me. I just had the best or Nah. And then
3: <laughs> yeah. you, you had yes, you had the definitive or nah.
6: <laughs> Thank you. Um, It's been many songs like that. Me and uh, Chris Brown, and uh, who else? We put out the Meek Mill with the Tony, Tony, Tony sample. And there was like some other song that had the Tony, Tony sample. I heard they they thought we copied them or whatever. Come on, man. Amen. Like there's only twelve notes on the. It's who
3: does it loudest. Yeah, <laughs> that's what
6: I
0: it's said. a Quiet storm in
3: every city.
6: It's right. who does city
0: it loudest. But, hey. uh,
4: but nah, man, just thank thank you for coming and just I mean for us to sit here. I just want to say I'm a fan and I really just to have watched your journey and where no where you started where you've taken. That's it, crazy because
6: I'm a big fan of you. Like thank you, brother. Like in my old whip, right? <laughs> I had uh, you know how we all had CD cases. Oh and yeah, shit? yeah, Like the big the giant one, logic mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had. All your joints, uh, all your joints, (laughs) right? And then somebody broke in my shit and took all of my CDs and I just never went and got CDs. Well, I have the cases still at the crib, but the actual CDs were in that book. And like, it just pisses me off every time I look at the cases. (laughs) You yeah, remind me of the
3: late 90s, early arts where you had to have like the travel yeah, cases. Yeah, yeah, the big case logic joint. Yeah. And a car with like 50 CD changes in the back. Oh yeah, yeah they, they would have it in the trunk. Yeah, if you in was the really
4: bougie, yeah. you had the, the CD change in the trunk. Oh Jesus, man. <laughs> that was now the I original
3: uh, on demand. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <man. laughs> it was. Anyway, on behalf of Sugar Steve Fontigolo, It's Light like Ear. And uh unpaid and uh boss bill. Any any last words you the absent bills. I, absentee bills. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Ty, thank you very much for coming on the show. This is Quest Thanks Love. Again, man. Quest Love Supreme. We will see you on the next go round. Only on Pandora. Quest Love Supreme is a production of iHeartRadio. This classic episode was produced by the team at Pandora. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.